Hey everyone, my name is Marcus and welcome back to the Savvy Consumer Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss the psychology and human behavior behind consumption and how we can utilize this knowledge to become a more savvy consumer. We also talk about related topics such as how we can optimize our personal finances, increase productivity and improve our life satisfaction. Joining me once again this week is John. John, say hi. Bonjour. Bonjour. Is that French, John? I believe it is. Have you um have you figured out how to say goodbye in French? For later? I don't know. I'll figure it out. We oui, we. Oui. <laughs> so like halfway through the podcast, you're gonna Google it and then we will figure out how to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might just remember it. You know, you might just remember it. Okay, so so here's the context of uh not today's topic, but today's uh recording of this podcast. Right, it is now eight thirty seven p.m. in Singapore time. We have a game later with our cousins at nine thirty p.m. And so that gives us about an hour, right? Uh, the game yep. we're going to play is called Among Us. It's a very popular game now, uh, nowadays where... Sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're going to sponsor us, but it's a very popular <laughs> game where, you know, there are good guys and there are bad guys and, uh, you know, good guys do what they do to need to win and the bad guys do the same. Um, we are going to play this game later at 9.30 and so our aim for today is to finish this podcast recording by 9.30. You know, quality over quantity, right? Yep. Yeah, and you know, I think, uh, you know, we spoke about uh, consumption, not in terms of just uh, money, but also time, right? And so I think um, this was a test, a test um, for this podcast as well, because like they asked us, oh, you want to play at nine o'clock? But we're like, no, we're recording this podcast, right? So we had to come mm-hmm. to a compromise where we say that we, how about we try to finish the recording by 9.30 and we play at 9.30 instead, because we don't want to start or end too late. And so, but, but this just got me thinking about, you know, if we had blown off the podcast, <laughs> which maybe we have we should have right if we have blown it off and we had chosen to play the game instead you know that would be like uh that would like support our view that you know you only have a certain amount of time right and so mm. any amount of time that you spend consuming a certain thing is time that you can't spend consuming something else or you know producing something else in this case if we have blown off the podcast then we would be uh you know consuming media consuming the game and we would not be able to do whatever it is that other things that we're supposed to do or we would not be able to produce this podcast so mm. that's just a point that you know we touch on every so often on this podcast as well yep yep games awesome ah I love games. I love games. Games are so great, but they are such a waste of time. Okay, moving on. (laughs) It's not a waste, dude. What's the philosophy here? Like, it's not a waste if you enjoy it? Yeah, precisely. Money spent. Yes. I I don't know. I don't know where I was going with this. I mean, if if you're happy spending the money and it gives you joy and gives you value or whatever, it's good. It's good, you know? Like, money, money you're happy to spend is money well spent or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, th- I think it's a bit different. The, the saying that you, I can't really remember the saying either, but it's something along yeah, those lines. It's something right? like that because, like, time equals money, right? So, money, you, you, you get where I'm going with this. Okay, okay. So, here's the big picture question Can something be both uh, fun but also a great waste of time? Can something be worth it but also a great waste of time? Hmm, of course. <laughs> among Us, Genshin Impact, sponsor us. You know, Genshin Impact is like super huge now. They have like lots of like ad, ad money to throw around. What 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 is this exactly? Genshin Impact. Have you not yeah. heard of uh, Genshin Impact? Uh, no, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> so it's this new like mobile game or mobile, right. and it's also on PC and uh, PS4. So right. it's 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 like a it's a kind of like a Zelda clone, but not really. It's so much better than Zelda. Uh, yeah, Zelda's not going to sponsor us, but Genshin Impact. 
sponsor us. It's great. It's great. It's a free-to-play game. Zelda, as in like a first-person, you, 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 uh, open-world uh, kind of thing. Yeah, it's like a third-person open-world kind of thing. Yeah. So the, the physics engines are kind of the same. You can climb anything. You can glide off stuff. Uh, it's a stamina bar and all that kind of stuff. It's great. It's great. You should give it a try. It's free-to-play. I am very, very suspicious of the the phrasing free to play. I think well, I think we will definitely do a, a, a an episode on that because we know mm-hmm. that this is something that is like a it's like a scrub trap, right? And we we are or we were scrubs at some point of time. So yep. I'm sure, yeah, you know, it's, now we just rich scrubs. <laughs> okay, yeah, you know, <laughs> but but TLDR on that until we record the episode, right? It's a scam. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a scam. Well. Well, if you don't put any money, then it's really free to play. Ah, uh, yeah, well, yeah. Well, but I know. guess, I guess uh, the temptation is there, right? Yeah, okay. it's always there. Uh, so in, in kind of like a similar point of view, you know, right now, uh, the, today's topic that we're going to talk about is subscriptions. Mm-hmm. And um, I think just to preface uh, the episode on subscriptions, right? So um, just to make sure everyone's on the same page, subscriptions are those things where, you know, previously uh, companies would sell you a product outright right maybe mm-hmm. maybe you're using uh, adobe photoshop and back then they would say that okay you know you can just pay us uh, a one-time fee of a hundred dollars and we'll give you adobe, adobe photoshop you can use it forever but right now everyone's switching to this subscription model where you pay a certain fee every day or every week or every month or every year on whatever timeline that you're that the product is charging and mm-hmm. that they will allow you to use the product for as long as you were subscribed and yep. the moment that you cancel it or when your subscription period is up then you will not be able to use it anymore um, and a lot of companies are switching to this uh, business model the the main reason for that I think it's pretty simple right so this actually makes them more money which is why companies are switching so if mm-hmm. Adobe charges you $100 and they used to give it to you forever right now if they assume that you use it for 10 years, all they need to do is charge you for like $11 every year and they would make more than the $100 that they would have made from you if they just sold the product to you outright. Um, mm. And what this means for consumers is that, um, you know, we, we do need to be aware of um, subscriptions, which is why we're doing the podcast today because, uh, you know, some people may not be aware of some of the um, facts surrounding subscriptions and so they might just continue paying every month without realizing what the subscriptions really are what kind of subscriptions they really have or you know just just having the wrong idea about subscriptions in general so mm. um just to kind of like open the podcast uh, episode and to give a uh, background as to whatever we're going to talk about subscriptions from now um what subscriptions do you own john what subscriptions do I own? Um, I think the standard ones like mobile phone. There's a plan that locks you in for two years. Yeah. Uh, I have Spotify. There's Netflix that comes bundled with the internet. Uh, Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you pay for like the Wi-Fi, right? Yeah. Uh, with uh, StarHub, Singapore company. And they give you actually two years of Netflix subscription together with the Wi-Fi. That's okay. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of like a they're trying to give you like a disc. I mean, it's it's a, it's a bundling thing, right? So they bundle things together, and then maybe they can charge like a little bit lower for that. But at the same time, you're moving two products. So yeah, it's bundling basically. So yeah. Other than that, what else do I have? I have a PS Plus subscription. Oh right. Yeah, that one's great. That one's great. That's like uh, was it like sixty dollars per year kind of thing for internet capabilities and like two or three games every month 
free games when I get. Ooh. Uh, yeah. So if you catch it on a sale, it's actually like $45 for a whole year. So that cuts it by like, how much is that? $15 a quarter. That's 25% less. So from paying, 60, 60 to 45. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From 60 to 45. So I think that's pretty value. Um, yeah, I think that's about all the subscriptions I have. What about you? Okay, and uh, you know, before I... Okay, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just say mine first, all right? And then uh-huh, there's a question yeah. that I'd like to ask you as well. So sure. um, I think it's quite similar to you. So, I mean, we, we don't have our own houses. Uh, we, we, we are still living with our families, right? And so yeah. sometimes our family pays for certain things, right? Yeah. Uh, but generally, I pay for my mobile plan. I pay for Spotify. Uh, I pay for Netflix. Uh, I don't pay for Netflix, but we have family Netflix. And mm. then I also pay for this internet filter that we use, which is like a kind of like a, a parental control antivirus kind of thing, right? So oh, that that's cool. on a that's on a yearly basis. So uh. I think um, the mobile plan is pretty good. It's um, it's not by one of the big providers in Singapore. It's one of the new players that they came. They started um, when the incumbents opened up the market a little bit, right? And that means that the prices, uh, the plans are a little more competitive than they usually would be than if you got mm. them from one of the big boys, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Spotify, of course, everybody knows Spotify. Uh, I think it's a good deal. And when you share them with your family plan, you get six people, right? That's about yeah, $2.50 yeah. Singapore dollars a month, a month which yeah. is $30 a year. Yeah. Um, you also have Netflix, which is family. I know, uh, you know, I'm not saying that this is something that I do, but I have heard that, you know, a lot of people share their Netflix accounts, right? Of course, Netflix mm-hmm. has tried to prevent this by uh, making uh, each account, for example, limited to a certain number of devices. But yeah, I, I do. Um, people do share accounts. People, uh, families, they have the family plan. And so you're able to watch it on a certain number of devices. Those are mm-hmm. the subscriptions that I own. I imagine that in uh, other countries, there would be uh, some other subscriptions that would be really, really common as well. Mm. Like I know in the past, like magazine subscriptions were probably very ah, uh, right. popular newspaper subscriptions. Or kind of right, thing. like uh, Time Magazine or um, you know Newsweek or yeah, yeah. Uh, what's Reader's Digest. Yeah, Net- Net Geo, National Geographic, kind of, right? Yeah, yeah. And other, are, they, are they still around? Hmm. I, I think they are still around. And probably other magazines which shall not be named, right? So, yeah, sponsor us. <laughs> nah, 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 don't sponsor us, please. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, this is something that I, I guess technically falls under subscriptions, but it's something that we, we will not cover, but it will definitely be interesting in the future, which mm. is um, other kinds of subscriptions. So we are talking about the kind where you pay every uh, for a certain time period and they will continue to give you the product right mm-hmm. um there are also actually other subscriptions where it's not such a tangible product but like i'm talking about subscribing to people's youtube channels subscribing uh, to marketing list this is not really linked to like i guess it is, it is linked to consumerism isn't it in the sense that whatever you subscribe to on your youtube feed or whatever you subscribe to in the form of marketing email lists these are things that they would continue to bombard you with and so you would be tempted to consume these things because they're all uh, so relatively accessible to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, subscribing to YouTube channels are great, right? They, they yeah. just like, when there's new video that comes out, they just let you know, but that's kind of about it. Uh, I don't know why they call it the same as subscription because it's it's kind of, you don't really have to pay for it. But yeah, I guess it is kind of the same uh, concept, just that you don't pay money for it now. Right, right. I mean, there, there, there is like a paid subscriber for oh, YouTube, Oh, yeah, yeah, right? there is, there is, yeah. YouTube, yeah, but, um, but they are called a different, different thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. YouTube okay. TV? 
Yeah. Yeah. The question that I wanted to ask you is, you know, mm. was there anything that you wanted to know or is there anything that you want to know about subscriptions or are there any things in particular about subscriptions that you would like to discuss? Uh, subscriptions? Yeah. Uh, not really. I'm sure we'll discuss <laughs> a, li- a little bit more on the... Um, uh, wait, what is this? The next point? Yeah, the next point. Yeah, we're on the next point already. I, I guess yeah you, you're like okay so you know I, there isn't anything particular about subscriptions I want to talk about right I think we should just uh, close this podcast uh, yep, open, close it. open up the NBA Ringer show talk about how the Miami Heat beat the Ooh, LA Lakers let's uh, go you know in the third game despite missing a few key players or in a different realm of news a different realm of sports news how defending champions Liverpool got hammered uh, 2-7 by uh, relegation strugglers last season, Aston Villa, or aye, aye. how uh, Manchester United got uh, destroyed by Tottenham Hotspur FC one to six. Yeah, what? Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, no, we're not gonna go there. But <laughs> yeah. all right, all right. Back uh, to but, subscriptions. <laughs> but those are definitely some very newsworthy headlines. Uh, mm. You know, in the podcast world, uh, the the sports podcast world and mm-hmm. sports news side of things right yeah. okay uh, i think yeah you like i mentioned moving on to the next question you know we want to see what our view on subscriptions is uh, what is your view on subscriptions so that we can discuss it and then we can also see maybe what are some of the things that we would like listeners to know or what we think the listeners uh, should know as people who are paying for subscriptions mm-hmm. so i mean fundamentally i don't think subscriptions are a bad thing <clears throat> Excuse me, that's French as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't think subscriptions are a bad thing. So you're talking about Adobe, right? Um, Adobe is one of the um, ones that I think are kind of an exception. So like these kinds of software, I think it's kind of douchey to, <laughs> to do like subscriptions only because we came from a, a time where we could outright buy these, right? So like, for example, the Adobe Suite. When you subscribe to the whole thing, it's like $369 or something like that US for the entire year. Mm. And it's year on year you spend it. It's not like you buy it once and you can use it. $369 is an outlandish amount of money for software. Well, at least from my perspective. Right? I, I think, I mean, it depends on our pay, right? So if we don't get paid so much, mm. three, I mean, 360, 369 is definitely a lot of money to the average person. Yeah, yeah. So I think um, these software, they're obviously geared towards uh, corporate companies because yeah. generally they, will, they would have to pay for these because, I mean, other offerings are kind of the same price. So it works out for them if they all price around the same so they don't lose out too much versus the other companies like, I don't know, Final Cut, iMovie, that kind of thing. iMovie is free, by the way, if you have a Mac. But mm. yeah, Adobe, is, I think it's still better than iMovie, but eh, I don't know, different strokes for different folks, but... Yeah, you know. So I don't think it is actually a bad thing. So like subscriptions, um, uh, um, let's say, let's go back to gaming, right? right? Like microtransactions. You have like this uh 30-day subscription and they give you a little bit of those premium currency every day. But you only pay a fraction of the cost, right? Yeah. So those subscription plans, I think, I mean, they could loosely be called subscriptions. But I think in, in that case, it is like value for money, Right. So value is set by yourself and the company kind of manipulates you in thinking like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which because is, they price everything higher. Which is what we talked about last week, right? Like, oh, you yes. know, it, it's uh, $75 original 
price, but mm, we slashed mm. it and now it's like $30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So precisely. So that it's a little bit manipulative on their part. But I mean, I don't think subscriptions in, in and of themselves are bad things. Because um, if you look at, let's say, we go back and look at the phone ones, right? So you're using Circles Life, is it? Yes. Okay, so Circles Life. Uh, I'm using Starhub. So Starhub ones, um, generally every two years, they come with a subsidy when you renew your phone. When you renew the plan, it comes with a subsidy for the next phone, right? So if you work all the numbers out, I mean, that's if you are looking to change a new phone, the numbers actually kind of work out. So it is cheaper to get the plan plus the phone than to actually just get another plan outside if you are going to get the phone anyway. So, I mean, obviously these prices will fluctuate depending on the phone, depending on um, the time of year as well. But I, I, I don't think these are bad things per se. I think subscriptions, I mean, they, they do try to lock you in for a certain period of time. Uh, but yeah, I feel it's okay. Um, once I mean, this, this is just one of the things of the world, right? Um, and when you talk about Netflix subscriptions, Spotify subscriptions, I think um, the rise of Spotify and Netflix was also partly attributed to piracy. So it used to be MP3s, right? Everyone like bought yeah. CDs, MP3s. And then people started sharing all these songs on... I don't know, LimeWire before it got shut down, uh, hmm. Napster, all these kinds of websites. I don't know whether you actually know any of these websites. So- SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that yeah. Kind, uh, not really SoundCloud, but yeah. You, you, I you know LimeWire, like, yeah. Yeah, like LimeWire, that kind. Like last time we used to down. Oh, uh, no. Anyway, um, so. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it's like, as kids, right, we didn't have much money. So we didn't have, as we didn't always have um, so much money to spend on like CDs and stuff, right? So we, we kind of sometimes did like funny things like that. And but we now, grew up with the internet. We grew up <laughs> yes. with the interwebs, right? Yes, we grew up with the interwebs. So like these Spotify, Netflix, like Spotify in particular for music especially. So they charge you a little bit of a quantum for music, but then you get access to their entire library. Right. right. I mean, basically you're not... Uh, actually, actually, if you think about it, right? Spotify premium, you're only paying to get rid of the ads. Right? Ah, okay. Yeah. So it is a little bit expensive then. Hmm. Some food for thought. Now you see whether... Uh, so so basically you're putting a price on not having the ads. Yeah, yeah. Precisely, precisely. Because, yeah, just remember Spotify, they have like a free version as well. It's just that every few songs, they come out with a, like an ad or something like that, which is how they get their money. Okay, uh, so, so this is something that I would like uh, for you to think about over the course of this podcast and maybe we'll, re- we'll revisit it at the end, right? <laughs> how much... So, okay, imagining you're listening to your Spotify playlist, right? You're doing some mm-hmm. work or you're studying or whatever. Uh, you're, you're, you're just doing some stuff and you are listening to your Spotify and mm-hmm. you're not using the premium. So, every so often, every song or every two songs, you will get a short snippet of an ad. So, I've mm-hmm. been using Spotify premium, so I don't know what exactly an ad looks like in terms of length or frequency or whatever, but just imagine that every so often there'll be an ad there. Try to think super about annoying. It try is to, super annoying. Try to think about how much you would be willing to pay. <laughs> uh, you know, based on how much you use Spotify over the course of an average month, for example, yeah, yeah, to get yeah. rid of those ads and those annoyances. So yeah. uh, I guess this is one of those uh, those ploys that uh that companies get you to subscribe to things, right? Where they mm. give give you ads. I mean, because I mean, let's be fair here, ads are their source of revenue, right? Yep. And if you are not contributing to their revenue, you if you're not paying, if you're not paying customer, you contribute to them by receiving the ads. Yep. 
and by being the the, the customer that is being targeted by the advertisements mm. and so this is how they kind of like balance the business model where okay we say okay you know if you don't want to uh, listen to the ads and contribute in that way then you can pay for the product and we will free you from the torture of the ad mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i think that there, there are some other uh, functions that are unlocked with the premium ones so i think if it's if it's like 250 a month i think it is very worth it but if you're mm. gonna ask me to pay like 10 15 dollars a month i might have to think twice or thrice or four times or five times or you know right, yeah, but 250, right. i think it's, it's it's pretty reasonable right of course so it's a matter of uh, the price as well right yeah yeah definitely so <laughs> this is something that if spotify if you're listening please do something to change it i don't care if you do it for paying customers or non-paying customers let us change our username so Why? My, my username is like some something related to like ice lemon tea <laughs> because because all the good names are taken and Jeez. you know sometimes when you're making these accounts right you just put in any name uh, you know you, you everybody everybody has a few names that they have in mind mm-hmm. that they use for all these accounts when they yep. need a, a avatar name or something like that mm-hmm. and so uh, most of the time you'll find that the good ones have already been taken <laughs> and so you kind of sh- shuffle through your option one option two option three yeah. until you reach that so this was my option something related to ice lemon tea please free me from this burden and let me change it to <laughs> something else that's tea related but it's not such a stupid name yeah i just use my facebook account okay. so it's just my name <laughs> oh oh i see i see yeah, yeah social yeah. media yeah yeah um, that's how you get around it you know? yeah so i i heard a lot of things that you said uh you know in terms of subscriptions not being inherently a bad thing uh you know sometimes they they do have to do it sometimes uh there's good reason for it it also has to do with the price so we i guess this price is something that we'll discuss as well Mm. um and then also i think i think you touched on a really good point which is that it really depends on what started first right and so for these things like spotify and netflix which came up Mm. recently they started as a subscription model and so yep. it when 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 they say okay um we are selling this to you at a subscription model using a subscription model it doesn't feel so dastardly right because <laughs> yeah. that's what they started with and we're like okay um we look at that value proposition that you have and we are fine with that so we are willing to pay and we are willing to pay every month but for those products which came a long time ago when we were kids right and they used to sell the product to you outright for example adobe right Mm-hmm. and then they switch to a subscription model because maybe they i mean i'm sure they have their reasons one of which is most likely profit and mm-hmm. so moving from that traditional model to a subscription model it it's kind of jarring to us because we used to pay a hundred dollars and we could use it forever but now we have to pay a couple of hundred dollars just to use it every year yep yep yeah, so I so I guess it's the consumer mindset also, and I guess um for the peop for the companies that are producing these things, you know, just to they they do have to understand the consumer psyche when you are changing uh something that's so important as a business model, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for consumers, I guess just to be aware that uh you know may, maybe our awareness has to do with um the companies that start out as subscription models, which is what we're going to talk about. That maybe we might think that it's okay for them uh, for spotify for netflix because they're using subscription models and they started out as that but mm-hmm. maybe we should be thinking a little bit more about that as well or for other kinds of uh, similar products that are using the subscription model so i don't know um for myself right 
I was not a fan of um, subscriptions in general. And there mm-hmm. was a point where maybe up to about two years ago, I was actually not using Spotify. I was using iTunes. And on iTunes, you choose the albums that you want to buy and you buy them for about 10, 15 Singapore dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And then you would have access to the albums. And so that was mm-hmm. what I was using. In fact, um, it my usage of uh, this iTunes so coincided with the rise of subscriptions, right? That I had a friend who was working at the local newspaper, The Straits Times, and they were doing an article on, you know, why people still use the platform that they use for uh-huh. music streaming, for example. Yeah. So you would have different groups of people. You would have people who use iTunes. You would have people who buy CDs. You would have people who use subscriptions. And you would have people who maybe um, go for a little bit more upscale um, subscriptions which is that those kind of uh, streaming platforms which are not as mainstream as Spotify but they give mm. you like a super high quality for example right uh, those lossless kind yeah 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 and so they interviewed me and they were like oh you know why do you still use uh, why do you still use iTunes for example and my rationale was that you know I don't listen to that much music and I listen mm-hmm. to the same music over and over again mm. and so I can definitely see the money saving prospect of not using a subscription because over time um, you know subscriptions you keep paying until you stop using it and depending mm. on how you calculate that it could be more than if you just paid for the albums outright and so that could possibly be the case but I did spend a couple of hundred dollars on albums maybe over a couple of years right so I don't mm. exactly know the math on that mm-hmm. but anyway that was my rationale but I think um, probably about a year ago I started to see the value in Spotify because of um, because of the ability to listen to podcasts for one yeah mm-hmm. the ability to listen to podcasts uh, and the ability to find new music mm, yeah, yeah 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 so Definitely. you can listen to the music i mean you are paying but you're, you can just listen to any music that's available on the platform right and mm-hmm. also you know as a band uh so i, I used to play in a band right so we released our music on spotify and so that we kind of had to understand spotify from a user perspective as well Mm, yep. yeah so so i think um that was a turning point for me and i think that it's convenient enough um the benefits that it offers are substantial enough for me to continue using it as compared to itunes and the the ui as well the user interface uh, yeah. is pretty good it's a lot better uh, yeah i think uh, probably one thing that i do understand is that depending on how much you pay and depending on how long you use the product for i would say most likely your subscription will cost you more than a similar substitute that asks for a one-time payment so if spotify costs me like 30 dollars a year right and i use it maybe for the next 20 years that's Mm -hmm. a lot of money whereas if i listen to the same few albums again then uh i use itunes i just buy those few albums that'll probably cost me like 100 bucks as compared to 600 bucks well for yeah that's that's assuming you don't listen to any new music in 20 years yeah 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 <laughs> and so it's i don't know maybe um maybe those people who are like they are super clear what they want super clear what they like and they're like i'm not gonna <laughs> listen to anything new i'm just gonna listen to my hit banging uh norwegian metal metal band oh, and then damn, you grow so. up you grow out your long hair and then you hit bang uh <laughs> pro tip when you hit bang you need to use your neck right and your body as well mm. but it's not like you banging your head yeah, 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 because you're gonna yeah, injure yeah. your neck. I, yeah, I don't yeah, know why yeah. we're talking about that, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but okay, that that brings me to my last point uh, on you know what my view on subscriptions is, which mm-hmm. is that um, it really depends on the quality of the subscription product or platform, 
and also whether there's an availability or lack of substitutes, right? Mm, so for, sure. for example, in this case, Spotify gives the feature of being able to listen to podcasts and being able to find new music, which mm. is not so readily available on iTunes, for example. Yep. And so then I, as a consumer, I have to decide whether that those added features are worth me paying that additional amount for the subscription, right? And then also there's a lack of substitutes. So for example, um, in Singapore, we traditionally look at um, televisions and television programs. And the uh, there are these uh, major cable cable channels that give mm -hmm. us these particular shows, right? A few certain channels of shows. Yep. But those are really, really pricey. Mm -hmm. And they yep. might not give you the channels that you want. And they might not give you... Uh, they have been slow to adapt to like on-demand kind of content where you can watch whatever you like, whenever you like. Yep, so yep. in this case, when Netflix came in, Netflix was able to capture a great share of the market because they offered something that was not available. And even right now in 2020, it's not actually that readily available. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the local, uh, the local broadcasters, mostly they have like local programs. They don't really have a big um, pool of uh, international content. And so yep. when Netflix came in and they said, okay, you're going to pay like this amount per month and it's not a ridiculous amount, right? Because you're sharing it between four people, $20, for example. And you you get access to all these shows that you cannot find on any other platform in Singapore and you get to watch them whenever whenever you want. Yep. So I think that's that's the big draw there. And our view on this these two platforms, uh, you know, Spotify, Netflix, or our view of them as subscription models will not change unless there is another product that comes out that is substantially better or mm. similar in quality. And then, I, I mean, I suspect they would use the subscription model either, but if they use a one-time payment, that will be very, very interesting comparison to make. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. So um, Netflix in particular, like you mentioned, like our, our local TV uh, channels don't have any international content, right? So how did we use to get our international content? Right. You know, Singapore, I read somewhere that Singapore, even though it's one of the richest countries in the world, it's also one of the countries where there are the most pirates. Oh. That's because we don't get any international oh, content. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. So so we 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 kind of had to do it um to consume international content. So I think right. at the time Netflix came up, it just very nicely slid into that that kind of um um, segment, you know, because like American TV shows, you could never get it in Singapore, right? Yes, and, and you Netflix, would have to you would have to download every single episode. Yes, yes, and the downloads were not exactly <laughs> legal, so you know, it it yeah. So Singapore has a disproportionate amount of pirates, even though we are considered to be a rich country. I think that is one of the problems with it. Uh, and so Netflix came up. Netflix made a lot of money. Netflix was actually around for a very, very long time before this until they swapped to this model, you know? And then they something that made it big. Before that, oh. they were... I think before that, they were still called Netflix, but they were doing something that wasn't quite popular. It didn't really take mm. off. I can't quite remember. I watched it somewhere. Was it a Netflix documentary? Wouldn't it be funny if they put their own documentary on Netflix? <laughs> it would be the perfect what place you, to put it, actually. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's, it's totally fine, right? It's, <laughs> it's their own the platform. Place. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So now you know there are a lot of substitutes that are coming out, right? So you mentioned the lack of substitute. So now you have Hulu, you have um, Disney+, Plus, you have all of these other streaming platforms that are coming up. Yes. And there are so many programs that are exclusive to these subscription models. Yes. Uh, to these services, right? Yeah. So you, you're going to have like the Disney stuff on Disney+. Plus. 
And then you're yes. going to have the Netflix stuff on Netflix and you're going to have the Hulu stuff on Hulu. You're going to have the Amazon stuff on Amazon. So the problem is going to come back with piracy, right? Because right. you're going to pay for one and then you're not going to have access to the other one. And you'll be like, why am I paying for the other one and paying for this one at the same time? These are two kind of the same services. It's only because they made stuff exclusive. So I think we're going to kind of fall back into, I mean, we never really fell out of it, but <laughs> there's going to be more piracy here. I think because of this uh, perceived competition between or rather not really artificially created competition between these platforms who, I mean, their corporations, they just want their share of the pie. I mean, that's fine, but I'm sure they considered the piracy thing. Maybe they just don't care. Maybe they figured it would make enough money, but eh, who knows? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 didn't, I, I don't really pirate, so I don't, know how easy it would be to pirate something off one of these uh, streaming platforms for example i'm sure it would be substantially dif- more difficult um as compared to a couple of years ago but it's not but uh you know people on the internet are really really smart and they just find a way to work around it uh, mm. I, I think it's a good point that you made on piracy you know i think piracy was a big concern for singapore back then maybe mm. the, as, as early as five years ago and they tried really hard to clamp down on it by clamping yeah. on all the pirate sites, right? Yep. And we were concerned whether people would ever, like how we would clamp down on piracy effectively. And so, although we don't have the numbers for it, I, we, we hypothesized that when Netflix came in, it actually took quite a big slice of the pie from these pirates because mm. it was able to offer the pirates something that they did not have access to before at a convenient, uh, in a convenient way. And so... I guess uh, the moral of the story here is that, you know, people don't necessarily pirate because um, they want to save money, right? Mm. You just need to kind of show, give them an option where they feel like their money is justified. Yeah. So yeah. like, for example, this packaging with the uh, Wi-Fi subscription, right? That's a very good idea, I think. Because you don't shell out any extra money for it and then you you have a Netflix account. So it's great. I think it's a great way to combat piracy, or not really combat piracy, you remember those like advertisements in the cinema? You wouldn't print a car, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. I wonder who came up with that campaign. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I love some of those ads. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so so I think I think this is probably like the next step to bundle stuff with things that you're already paying for so that it doesn't feel like it's a separate payment. Right, right. To to kind yeah. of like reduce the 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 amount of work that you have to do, right? Or correct, correct. The amount of um things that you are you perceive that you yes. are yes, you are exactly, paying for exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you're just paying for the Wi Fi, right? You get the free Netflix two years. You're not paying mm. for the Wi Fi and the Netflix. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. Bun- bundling is uh bundling is uh definitely a technique that we would love to cover in future episodes as well. From the mm. corporate perspective, they bundle because it's easier to sell. They bundle because they are able to charge you a greater premium. Or, or, or they would be able to give you kind of like uh, some kind of discount mm. over what they would be charging you if they were selling you to products individually. But at the same time, it gives them a greater slice of the pie. So sometimes it does make more sense to do that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, as compared to selling the individual products. I do like yeah. what you said about, about um, each of the companies having their own exclusive content and then that kind of leads us back to the same problem of okay there are all these options and it's not going to be economical for me to pay for each of these options to get access to the full suite of content i don't necessarily agree that piracy is going to come back 
because I don't know if someone has enough time to go and spend on all these things. Well, you'll be surprised, man. I I would be surprised. Maybe Disney fans are very very um. It is. It is actually very very, very passionate about Disney, right? Mm, yeah, I guess it is actually very easy to illegally download something nowadays. Just saying. Just saying. Nowadays, it's it was easy like ten years ago. Uh, well, it was easy ten years ago. It's even easier now. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Maybe I can get some of your opinions on you know what you think about the cost of subscriptions and also in terms of um, understanding, helping people to understand and manage their own subscriptions as well. Mm, okay, so I think um, it really depends on the product, correct? So like, who's to say that paying $30 on a mobile phone is too much or too little, right? So it, it really depends on the product. Um, I don't believe anyone is still subscribe to Reader's Digest unless you're still in school. Um, in that case, you have no choice. Too bad. You have to read. So I mean, you could probably subscribe to the online version of it, right? You could. If, you they, could, if they're still around. Yeah, it's still a subscription though. I, I mean, I, I, I quite like the Reader's Digest. You know, it was like a small size. You know, it was easy to hold and read. Yeah, it was quite the nice. The size like, of an Archie's comic. Yeah, 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 yeah. I quite, I quite enjoy the, the Reader's Digest actually. Um, but yeah, so it, it, it really is, it really comes down to how much value you, you want to assign to a product, right? So let's say we're talking about uh, Spotify. So basically the subscription, uh, the difference between the paid and the free version is that um, obviously there's the removal of ads. And then also on mobile phone, I think, um, was it? the free version restricted you to skipping songs like six times, something like that. So if you have mm. the premium version, you can just like skip willy-nilly, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. So how much how much do you kind of uh, assign to that value that you get, right? So like, if you're going to ask me to pay full price for Spotify, I, I might have to think a little bit. But if it's like a family plan, it's 250 you know, I, I say go for it. Uh, but yeah, so subscriptions are likely to cost more in the long run as well. Uh, but I mean, it's not really because they, they price it low, right? For like Spotify and Netflix, they price it low. Yeah. So in the US, yeah. uh, it's probably like the cost of two coffees a month, right? So, mm. I mean, you can forego two coffees a month. Like if you're drinking coffee every day, right? The two coffees a month is, is not going to be on your mind at all. Uh, in Singapore, it's going to cost a lot more coffees, but <laughs> depending on the yeah. coffee you drink, but yeah. 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 So I, I think... The, the way they price it, right? If if they are... I mean, obviously, they are good at pricing stuff. So they, they obviously come up with these prices to uh, make it small enough so that you don't feel the pinch and so you don't mind paying for it. So sometimes you even forget that you're paying for it. Yes. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. They, I think, they hit the sweet spot, right? Yes, exactly. It hits the sweet spot. So yeah, so it's like, eh, do you want to cancel it? Nah, I, I'm just going to continue watching. Yeah, I mean, it's an economics concept where they kind of pitch you at the maximum price that you're willing to pay. Yes, yes. So I'm like, sure any, like a... any higher, they wouldn't, any higher, you would probably be pissed off. But mm. any lower, they would be losing out on a, a certain amount that you would have been willing to pay, like maybe one or two dollars. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I'm sure they're like paying like a bunch of nuts to go and figure that out. Uh, yeah, but you know, yeah. <laughs> I just just insult like the smartest people and uh, some of the smartest people around, right? Well, nerds are great. I'm a nerd. Yeah, love nerds. Sponsor us. <laughs> nerds are great. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah. The textbook definition of a nerd, dude. <laughs> Yeah, 
Yeah, I think uh, to pick up on what you said about they price it at a certain price so that sometimes you forget you're paying about it. I think that that and what you were just talking about uh, kind of leads us to our next point, which is what our view on subscriptions should be, right? So earlier, we, we did touch on this a little bit, but we would like to be a little bit more intentional about some of the learning points um, at this part of the podcast episode, right? And how we can maximize the value we get some from subscriptions. So I think mm-hmm. just to tag on to your point in that, um, I think it's really important for us to keep up to date with our subscriptions because uh, we want to make sure that we are not subscribed to things that we are not using mm. or things that we were using but we are no longer using. So either mm. things that we totally don't use at all or things that we used to use but we might have forgotten and we no longer use. So I guess the one of the key learning points for the consumers here is that uh, us as consumers, right, is that for subscriptions, you pay when you are using something and when you don't, when you stop using that thing, the subscription still rolls on and you're still paying. Mm-hmm. And so you don't want to be caught in that situation where the sub- you, you stop using something, you stop using whatever you subscribe to, but you're still paying for it. And that apparently contributes to quite a little bit of lost savings uh, for some people I can imagine. You know, um, I, you know, so we watch basketball streams, right? And on these mm-hmm. streams, they have ads. And one of the common ads that I see is um what they call I, I don't know i don't remember the brand but it's a subscription manager and so mm. they say that okay we are this software solution that you have on your phone to keep track of all your subscriptions so as as uh you know two people yourself and myself who mm. have about four subscriptions each yep. it's still relatively easy to manage right mm. because four we can't remember all four at the back of our, our at the back of our hand yeah but can you imagine that there are people out there who have so many subscriptions that they need to subscribe to an app to manage their subscriptions? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of surreal, isn't it? <laughs> and, so and, many and, subscriptions. And the key selling point of the the key selling point of that app is actually what the point that I'm trying to make. Because the, the key selling point, the unique selling proposition of that app is mm. that this app will tell you which subscriptions you are using and not using or which oh. subscriptions you are using a lot as compared to which subscriptions you are using really little and okay. so it would be able to show you okay you can save money by unsubscribing to this particular product because you haven't used it in the last six months or oh. you know you've only used uh, your netflix maybe mm. once in the past month is mm. this something that you want to reconsider subscribing to or is this something that you want to change your plan to make it a little bit more sen- to make a little more sense financially, like sharing a plan with other people, for example? And so I, oh. I just thought that this was a really interesting concept. It but is. I believe that this is something that uh, this app is something that you have to subscribe to as well. So it's a little bit of a subscribeception <laughs> going on here. Yeah, yeah. It's the tech companies telling you they create the problem and then they come up with the solution to it. <laughs> to be to be fair, they are two different companies, right? I. Although I, I do imagine that there would be a tech company who kind of creates a problem and then they earn money from that Solving problem. That problem. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. So they created a, something. They created mm-hmm. a solution to problem A and they charge you mm-hmm. for that solution. And But that solution creates problem B. And so they create a solution for problem <laughs> B and they charge you for that. No, but but I guess I, I, I will be really fair here. Mm-hmm. I think that's how the world works. Yeah, it is. It is. Because there isn't really a solution that solves all the problems single-handedly. Like it's like a balloon, right? So when you press one part of the balloon, another part of the balloon kind of pops out or mm-hmm. 
create some stress at another part of the balloon. Yep. So it's not it's not that simple of a thing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of how capitalism works, like, I guess. You you never have a perfect product, so you convince people to buy the better product a few years down the line. That's how you make sure that you have a continuous stream of revenue by pumping out new products. So yeah. you're complaining about the USB, uh, micro USB on all of your devices, right? <laughs> it's so they can sell you the next one with micro, uh, with USB-C, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but, yeah. I, I, think, I think we've been giving uh, subscriptions a little bit too much flag. And so I want to uh, raise a point in subscriptions' favor. So subscriptions, because they do not sell you the product outright, when you subscribe to a particular product year on year, you actually get access to the latest version of the product, right? Mm, so yes. for example, Adobe, let's... Okay, I know this is not how Adobe works, but let's just say, let's say they sub, uh, Adobe Suite. Okay, okay, how about Microsoft, right? Microsoft mm. uh, Office Suite. Yep. Uh, and let's say they release one every year, 2016, 2017, 2018. Previously, when you bought the Microsoft Office, let's say you bought it in 2016 and you paid a one-time fee, you would get the Microsoft 2016, but you would have to use 2016 up to whenever you'd be willing to pay for the next one. Mm -hmm. yep. And so, whereas if you use the subscription model, in 2016, they would offer you Microsoft Office 2016. And mm. in 2017, they would then offer you Microsoft Office 2017. So you would yep. always be updated with the times as well. The latest model, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I get that, I get that. I mean, that is one of the, the, the carrots, the benefits that they give you when they're trying to sell. So, just a quick question. I'm just curious. Your company, right? Which version of Microsoft are you guys using? I cannot recall. You cannot recall? Okay, so is, my is previous that company... A, was that an anticlimactic answer? <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I, wow. It would be really helpful if I could. Yeah, but anyway, to your point, please. Yeah, so give it a take. Huh? So <laughs> my previous company, uh, and I was at my previous company up till 2019, early part of 2019. Yes. You know what version of Microsoft Office they were using? Okay, here's a guess. Um, 97 to 2003. Something like that. They were using uh, 2010. 2010. In 2019, 2010. It's nine years old. They're using yeah, software from nine years ago. And obviously, they paid like a lump sum for it. Lah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. This... I mean, it's 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 very weird. Like subscriptions are obviously targeted towards companies, but then again, companies then they don't upgrade to the to like the newest ones. They like use something from ten years ago, which security wise might not be so safe if you're using like the databasing and the access right. and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. I guess there are to your point some good things about subscriptions because you. Uh, continually get updates. Uh, you continually get security updates. You continually get the newest versions and all that stuff because who in their right mind would still be doing support for Microsoft Office 2010, right? It's eh, already nine years. And eh, not happening. Yeah, yeah, precisely. So, I mean, yeah, there are of course good points and bad points about subscriptions. Uh, I guess, I don't know. It, it, it might balance out, you know? Yeah, and another point that I wanted to make is that uh, it, it's not necessarily a good point, but I think... Um, I think we, we brought up the point that there are some subscriptions which tend to be really expensive, mm. right? I think, I think Microsoft Office, um, Adobe Suite, uh, year mm. on year, even for the individual plans, they are actually pretty expensive. Yeah. And so they, they kind of, I guess they haven't kind of hit the sweet spot where the consumer perceives, where we perceive it as 
something that's not an assault on our wallet, right? <laughs> so so I guess they still have some work to do there. But I think uh, for a lot of these, it would be beneficial if we can um, kind of convince our companies to buy it. Because it mm, for some yeah. of these prices, it makes much 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 it makes much it makes much more sense <laughs> for a company to buy it because of the scale of work that they are doing yes, right? yes and so i think one example that i can clearly think of okay you are definitely familiar with linus tech tips mm, yes yeah, <laughs> why are we giving that free plug okay <laughs> so this is there's this youtube tech channel which is really popular has about 11 to 12 million subscribers so it's at that level of scale mm. and they do videos they use the adobe suite uh, i can't yep. what what's the what's the name of that particular yeah, adobe video they, editor uh premiere pro ah yes 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 okay so they did they did a video where they use adobe premiere pure pe- oh <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Adobe <laughs> Premiere Pro. Say that five times fast. <laughs> Adobe Premiere Pro. Okay. This yep. podcast is training my linguistics. <laughs> and they did a, uh, they had another substitute. Let's call it um video editor B, right? Yep. And so they did a substi- they did a test and to see whether the subscription that they were paying for Adobe was worth the amount of money that they were paying, which was in the, the thousands for yeah, the entire yeah. company, right? Definitely. Maybe yeah. about 10, 10 to 100,000, they kind of scale. And as compared to Video Editor B, which was free. Mm-hmm. And so they, after they did some comprehensive testing, they got their video editors to use Product B for a week uh, exclusively to edit mm-hmm. videos. And they compared it with their output previously when they were using Adobe Premiere Pro. Mm. and they came to the conclusion that there was about a 5 to 10% difference in the amount of time that they spent editing. So okay. Adobe was about 5 to 10% faster than if they mm. had used Editor B. So right. for example, if they edit a video in two, if they edit a video in like 100 minutes using Editor B, they would be able to edit it in 90, 95 minutes using Premiere Pro. And to us, that doesn't seem like much of a big difference because when you're doing one person's work, 5 to 10% doesn't feel like a lot of difference, right? Mm, yeah. But they concluded that with the size of their sales and the amount of revenue that they generated from YouTube mm-hmm. uh, videos, the amount of time that they spent producing YouTube videos, that that 5 to 10% led to an actual cost savings, even if they were paying, for example, US $100,000 for Adobe Premiere Pro every year. Mm. Because if, let's say... They, they they receive a 10% increase in productivity. Yep. And every year they record $10 million in sales. 10% mm. is $1 million, $1 million in difference. Yep. And so that was something that they are able to justify. And I think we can take some lessons from that video mm. to mm-hmm. see whether this is uh, subscriptions are something that we um, can value or not. So for example, if we say, okay, I buy the product outright at $100 or if I think I'm going to use it for five years, and they're charging me like $5 per year. Then you mm-hmm. can kind of see like, okay, $100 versus $25. Obviously, $25 is better. So I'm going to go with $25, for example. Mm-hmm. Of course, I understand that not all products are so clear cut. But for the products that are, this is something that people can definitely do so that they can kind of result in cost savings for themselves. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I remember that video. I think it was, was it, were they comparing it with the uh, DaVinci Resolve, I think? 
I think so. It sounds familiar. Yeah. Da Vinci yeah. is also So familiar. I think the time difference also comes into play a little bit because they are a little bit more uh, used to the workflow in Adobe Premiere Pro. Yes. So I oh. have also I have also tried both. Um, I mean, I primarily use Premiere Pro, but I've tried to use uh, DaVinci Resolve also because it was free, right? So mm. yeah, so the free, there's also a free uh, paid one for DaVinci Resolve, but you get that for free when you buy a Blackmagic camera. Oh. Um, they're the same company. So it's Blackmagic DaVinci Resolve. So if yeah. you buy a camera, you get the, the paid suite for free. If not, it's like a $369 or something like that, one-time payment. Yeah. So it is yeah. still cheaper. But I found that, uh, I don't know whether I'm biased because I came from Adobe Premiere Pro, right? The workflow in DaVinci Resolve is a little bit more tedious. Like right. Ad- Adobe has made it easy to drag and drop effects. Well, so it's about, yeah, it's about the user interface. And- yes, yes. While DaVinci, if you started using DaVinci from the beginning and you had never had the experience of uh, Adobe, maybe it would be better because it, that one right, actually affords right. you a little bit more customizability. It actually gives you a bit more control over what you want to do as compared to Adobe. And Adobe has like weird bugs now and then it just randomly crashes and stuff like that. So yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I mean, there, there is something to say about subscriptions here, but eh, I don't know. That, that video felt a little bit biased to me, but eh, what do I know? Yeah. A small, a small detour. I must say that Blackmagic Da Vinci Resolve is a great mm-hmm. name. It is. Similar to the savvy consumer. <laughs> uh, imagine using a black magic camera. It sounds so cool, doesn't it? It like, sounds great. It's like Right. Yeah, it's like if you were trying to get a girlfriend and you were like say, Oh, you know, I got a Nikon or I got a Canon, right? Versus I got mm. a black magic, black magic camera. Yeah. It's like if if I was the girl, I would be impressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but black magic cameras are generally I think uh quite studio quality. So they go mm. into like the thousands of dollars. So they could give you the uh, software for free. Yeah, it's no problem. It's just like yeah, it's just like, change. yeah, yeah, little uh, little bonus for you. And yeah. okay, that brings me to the last point, which is that um, you know, yeah, it definitely makes sense that you know coming from a certain software, you would be more familiar with it. And so I think the the caveat here is that so so the DaVinci Resolve, the people who run it and people who update it, they might be a little bit behind in terms of their understanding of the user journey and the user interface, right? And so for now, it can still be kind of a clear-cut decision where if you're going for something that's the most easy to use, you would probably stick with Premiere Pro, even though you still have to pay for it. Yep. So that's that's the unique proposition that um, that justifies the cost of Adobe Premiere Pro. That's why they can still keep charging you because it's easier to use. Mm-hmm. And the real question comes in when, uh, when the DaVinci Resolve is updated and it's kind of like on the same level where both are equally easy to use. And they both have the similar features. And then mm. at that point where one is free and one is paid versus or one is paid and one is less costly, mm-hmm. then it becomes a, a little bit more of a question and something that I would be interested to revisit in the future. Mm-hmm. And that brings me to the last point of what we would like um, our listeners to understand or what we, we, we would want to understand from subscriptions, how to maximize the value that we get is that we need to understand what products have alternatives and to do our research mm. as well, right? Yes. So for example, at this point of time, I don't think Disney Plus, I don't think Hulu, I don't think Amazon Prime Video, they are particularly big in Singapore or they have done any big things in Singapore. And so at this point of time, Netflix really is one of the only options that we have. Mm. And so at this point of time, right now in you know October 2020, if someone were to say, you know, I just use Netflix, uh, there isn't really much else. Anyway, it's, it fulfills all our needs. It doesn't sound, it sounds okay, right? Mm-hmm. 
And that is a okay viewpoint for this point of time. In the future, when all these platforms start to come in and we have more options and these options offer something uh, on par with Netflix at a similar price point or even at a lower price point, then at that point, we do have to revisit some of um, what we value about these platforms and to say that, okay, I'm not going to stick with Netflix just because I've been using Netflix. Mm. Like We do have to kind of see whether there's another platform which fits our needs better. Yep. And or a platform that can do the same thing as Netflix but saves us a little bit more money. And so at this point, when there are no alternatives, it doesn't really help much to think about it because there's nothing we can do unless you are like the head of a big corporation that's willing to go and bring all these uh, alternatives in. Awesome. But so, <laughs> but this is all we can do at this point. And I guess um, what we can do is to do our research either now or when these platforms have started to come in to, to kind of like make the most informed decisions on what mm. subscriptions are the most value for money and also to uh, see whether we can get the same kind of value at a lower price. Mm, yep, yep. Uh, definitely agree with that. Uh, definitely do your research as with anything you're trying to buy, especially if you're buying a subscription. Generally, subscription comes with a lot of fine print, um, which is the way of the world nowadays. Uh, well, not nowadays. It's, it's a tale as old as time. <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> Yeah, so do your research. And um some some of these subscription models, right? They they this is a, a quick cheapo tip for you. Uh when you start a subscription, try and start at the beginning of the month. Right? Because some of oh, these why? subscriptions they generally they tell you they run for 30 days. Or so if it runs for 30 days, then you know that at the end of the month you have to to cut it off if you don't want it anymore. Right? Normally the trial is like that, right? So if imagine if you start like in, in the 15th of the month. And then it go, it crosses over in the next month. And you're like, eh, when did I subscribe to it? Was it the 15th of last month? Was it the 14th of last month? And you like, it, it, it's, it's a bit easier to remember if you start in the beginning of the month and the end of the month. So this is my cheapo tip for the day. <laughs> I mean, maybe like you should just start all your subscriptions on the first of the month so that all the payments uh, go out at the same time and it's easy to keep track of as well. Yeah, that too, that too. Yeah, my cheapo comment. But then it's like, okay, you know, you have decided that you want to get Netflix on the 15th mm-hmm. of the month and you're like, nope, I need to wait for the first of <laughs> next month before I get Netflix you know guys I'm not going to be able to talk about Netflix series with you guys for the next two weeks yeah yeah but some of some of these companies are, I, I've run into a few subscription uh, models right where they actually charge you by the month so if you if you start in on the 15th right they'll charge you like the whole month if you've only used it from the 15th to the 30th I've seen oh. subscription models like that also so mm. I think maybe to err on the side of caution you just start at the first of the month Right, and right. Also, it's it's easy lah. I mean, for me, it's easy to remember, right? You start at the end of the month, like you start a trial at the beginning of the month, right? It's like end of the month, you decide you want to should I continue, should I not continue, and then you're like, oh, okay, let's continue. Yeah, and also the next cheapo tip of the day is, don't cancel it until you finish the entire month. <laughs> if not, you would have paid money for I the entire the month, <laughs> and then you if you cancel like on the like 15th of the month right you lose an entire 15 days of that subscription which you already paid for and they're not going to refund you so i yeah. can get behind that i can get yeah. behind that i must <laughs> caveat i must thanks for the cheaper uh, cheaper tips cheaper i must tips. caveat that some of the subscriptions that i have cancelled they generally let it run until the end of the subscription mm, trial mm, period kind of thing so mm. that's that's a pretty nice touch from them yep. um yeah, but I think, <laughs> I, I I don't know. Like, recently we seem to be saying do your research a lot. 
mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the phrase do your research maybe you should just rename the podcast do your research and now we are going to sound like these two old naggy dudes who are like do, do, your, do, research, do, do your research do your research in your every research. single podcast like we can start the podcast <laughs> saying hello everybody this is do your research and uh, Marcus do your research John and do your yeah. research yeah, yeah but it, it is part of being a savvy consumer would you agree maybe it's the entire thing and we can close the podcast right now hmm. is it is it 9.30 yet oh it is actually past 9.30. All right, with that, we have come to the end of this episode. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, if you like what you hear, give us a like and a follow on whatever podcast app you use. And also share the podcast with your family and friends. Lastly, thanks to John for joining me for this episode. And we will see you next week. Bye. Au revoir. Is that what bye is in French? Yeah, it is. Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir? Uh, in the Singapore pronunciation, it would be au revoir. How do, you, how do you spell that? A-U. R E O V O U I R I R I R U R. I can't remember. Yeah, but it's au revoir. Au revoir. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>